Hi, my name is Yoon Jung Lee. I'm an ophthalmologist from Seoul National University Hospital. Today, I will introduce my paper entitled Long-Term Outcomes of Ophthalmic and Retinal Artery Occlusion After Cosmetic Facial Filler Injection, which was recently published in Aesthetic Surgery Journal. Authors are myself and Professor Sejun Woo. Let me start with an abstract. Abstract. Background. Ophthalmic artery occlusion OAO and retinal artery occlusion RAO after facial filler injection have become increasingly significant due to the growth in cosmetic injection procedures for aesthetic purposes. Objectives. The aim of this study was to analyze the long-term visual outcomes and complications of cosmetic facial filler-related OAO and RAO. Methods. The single-center retrospective case series included 17 eyes of 16 filler-related OAO or RAO patients with a follow-up period of one year or longer. Main outcome measures were best corrected visual acuity and long-term complications. Results. The mean age at diagnosis was 31.7 years. All the patients were female. The mean follow-up period was 5.4 years. The mean best corrected visual acuity was 2.34 and 2.41 logmer at the initial and final visits respectively, which indicates sustained long-term visual impairment. Ocular complications included retinal atrophy and degeneration in 100%, optic atrophy and blindness with no light perception in 82.4%, strabismus in 80%, retinal fibrous membrane in 68.8%, posterior synechia in 35.3%, neovascularization in 29.4%, iris atrophy and cataract in 23.5%, corneal atrophy and tice bulbi in 17.6%, visual field defect and iris defect in 11.8%, ophthalmoplegia in 7.7%, and pupillary block in 5.9%. Extraocular complications of brain infarction and depression were found in 25%, whereas skin necrosis was found in 13.3% of patients. Conclusions Facial filler-related OAO or RAO resulted in long-term poor visual outcome, and most of the patients experienced irreversible visual impairment with no light perception despite various treatments. Various long-term ocular and extraocular complications were observed, which should be monitored for a long-term follow-up period. Our findings suggest that prevention should be emphasized more than treatment. Introduction Ophthalmic artery occlusion OAO and retinal artery occlusion RAO after cosmetic facial filler injection have been reported in several studies and their incidence is increasing due to the growth in cosmetic injection procedures for aesthetic purposes in modern society. Along with RAO, complications such as visual loss, ocular pain, anterior segment ischemia, strabismus, ptosis, Skin lesions and brain infarction have been noted after cosmetic facial filler injections. Because most complications reported in these previous studies were based on a short follow-up period, studies to evaluate outcomes with a long-term follow-up are required. Therefore, in the present research, we conducted a retrospective case series study to analyze the long-term visual and anatomic outcomes of cosmetic facial filler-related OAO and RAO patients. Methods. The study was approved by the Institutional Review Board of Seoul National University Bundang Hospital, South Korea, 
and the study protocol followed the tenets of the Declaration of Helsinki. Written informed consent was obtained from all patients featured in the figures. We retrospectively analyzed the medical records, anterior segment photographs, wide-field fundus photography, fluorescein angiography, and brain imaging studies including computed tomography and magnetic resonance imaging of cosmetic facial filler-related OAO or RAO patients who visited Seoul National University Bundang Hospital between October 2008 and October 2020. Patients with a follow-up period of less than one year were excluded. Diagnosis of OAO or RAO was based on clinical features, dilated fundoscopic examination, fluorescein angiography, and optical coherence tomography of the patients. Of the 25 patients who were assessed for eligibility, 17 eyes of 16 patients were included, whereas 9 patients were excluded due to a follow-up period of less than one year. Analysis of demographics and clinical characteristics were conducted. In addition, best corrected visual acuity measured with a decimal visual acuity chart was converted to Lochmer value and analyzed during the follow-up period. Visual acuity ranges from the worst value of no light perception, which is equivalent to a Lochmer value of 2.9, to the best value of 2010 measured with a Snellen chart, which is equivalent to Lochmer value of minus 0.3. Long-term anatomic complications, which were subdivided into ocular and extraocular complications, were evaluated. Statistical analysis were performed with descriptive statistics to represent the data. The Kruskal-Wallis test, the Mann-Whitney U-test, and Fisher's exact test were used to compare results among the subgroups, and the Wilcoxon-Skind-Rank test was used to compare initial and final best-corrected visual acuity. The data were analyzed with SPSS version 23 software. In the analysis, p-values of less than 0.05 were considered statistically significant, and Bonferroni correction was applied for multiple comparisons. Results Demographic and clinical characteristics The mean age at diagnosis was 31.7 years. All patients were female. As for laterality of the involved eye, the left eye was involved in 62.5% patients, which was the most common, followed by 31.3% in the right eye and 6.3% in both eyes. The overall mean follow period was 5.4 years. With regard to the type of occluded arteries, single artery occlusion was more common than multiple artery occlusion and found in 16 patients. Among the occluded single arteries, OAO was found in 11 eyes, which was the most common, followed by central retinal artery occlusion CRAO in 2 eyes and posterior ciliary artery occlusion PCAO in 2 eyes and branch retinal artery occlusion BRAO in one eye. As for multiple artery occlusion, one patient had CRAO with posterior ischemic optic neuropathy, PION. The injected filler substances were hyaluronic acid in 10 patients and autologous fat in 6 patients. The use of autologous fat injection was more common in the large artery occlusion group, which were OAO and CRAO, 
than in the small artery occlusion group, which were BRAO and PCAO without statistical significance. In addition, patients with a single injection site were more common than those with multiple injection sites, numbering 10 and 6, respectively. Among the sites with single injection, nose was the most frequent, found in 7 patients, followed by the forehead in 2 patients, and nasal labial folds in 1 patient. On the other hand, nose and glabella were the most frequent among multiple injection sites, accounting for 4 patients, respectively. Followed by the forehead in three patients, and the malar and periocular area in one patient. All patients experience visual impairment immediately after the injection of filler. Treatments were attempted in 15 eyes, among which multiple treatments were performed intraarterial thrombolysis in six eyes, anterior chamber paracentesis in five, hyaluronidase injection in four. Systemic anticoagulation and hyperbaric oxygen treatment in two, and intravenous mannitol and ocular massage in one eye. Visual outcomes. Table 2 summarizes the visual outcomes of patients. Overall, mean best corrected visual acuity at initial visit was 2.34 logmer, which decreased to 2.41 logmer at final visit. Resulting in a visual decline of 0.07 logmer. In the subgroup analysis, according to the type of occluded artery, the OAO group showed the worst mean initial best corrected visual acuity of 2.87 logmer, followed by the CRAO group with 2.75 logmer, the CRAO with PION group with 2.30 logmer, the BRAO group with 0.15 logmer. PCAO group with 0.08 logmer. Following a similar trend, the mean final best corrected visual acuity of the OAO, CRAO, and CRAO with PION groups was the worst at 2.9 logmer, indicating that all patients had best corrected visual acuity of no light perception. They were followed by the BRAO group with 0.3 logmer and the PCAO group with 0.03 logmer. All subgroups showed deterioration of visual acuity at the final visit compared with the initial visit, except for patients with PCAO who showed visual improvement. However, the comparison between the initial and final best corrected visual acuity revealed no significant difference in total patients and in the respective groups except for BRAO and CRAO with PION group, where comparison was not possible due to the small number of patients. Blindness was noted in 14 eyes, in which all OAO, CRAO, and CRAO with PION patients had best corrected visual acuity of no light perception, whereas none of the BRAO or PCAO patients had profound visual impairment. Long term complications. Regarding ocular complications, which are shown in Table 3, the most common was retinal atrophy degeneration, found in 17 eyes, followed by optic atrophy and blindness with no light perception in 14 eyes, strabismus in 12 patients, retinal fibrous membrane in 11 eyes, posterior synechia in 6 eyes, 
neovascularization in five eyes, in which neovascularization of both iris and disc was found in one eye, both iris and retina in one eye, and retina alone in three eyes, iris atrophy and cataract in four eyes each, corneal opacity and titus bulbi in three eyes each. In addition, visual field defect and iris defect were each found in two eyes, ophthalmoplegia in one eye, and pupillary block in one eye. Five patients underwent strabismus surgery. Extraocular complications of brain infarction and depression were found in four patients. As for the location of brain infarction, ipsilateral lesions were more common than bilateral lesions, which were found in three and one patient, respectively. Among the three patients with initial skin necrosis, two patients experienced permanent skin scars, although they gradually improved with laser treatment, and one patient underwent skin graft operation. Skin necrosis was found only in the hyaluronic acid injection group and not in autologous fat-injected patients. In contrast, brain infarction was more commonly found in autologous fat-injected patients than in hyaluronic acid injection patients. Discussion Iatrogenic OAO and RAO caused by cosmetic facial filler injections is important because of its devastating consequences. However, there have been almost no reports regarding the long-term visual and anatomic outcomes. In terms of visual acuity, initial best corrected visual acuity was the worst in OAO patients, followed by CRAO, BRAO, and PCAO which shows a trend similar to the previous report by Park ATL, in which OAO patients had the worst initial best corrective visual acuity, followed by CRAO, localized PCAO and BRAO, except generalized PCAO and PION. With regard to the final visual acuity, it is noteworthy that all OAO, CRAO, and CRAO with PION patients had no light perception, and 14 eyes showed final profound visual impairment with no light perception. When comparing initial and final best corrected visual acuity, the OAO, CRAO, BRAO, and CRAO with PIO and patients showed deterioration of visual acuity, whereas only PCAO patients show visual improvement, albeit non-significant. Ocular complications associated with posterior segment ischemia, such as retinal atrophy and degeneration, optic atrophy, and retinal fibrous membrane were more common than those associated with anterior segment ischemia, such as iris atrophy, cataract, or corneal opacity. It is notable that retinal atrophy and degeneration were found in all patients, which indicates irreversible retinal damage after OAO or RAO, these findings suggest that tissue and cells in the anterior segment are less vulnerable to ischemia than those in the posterior segment. Another explanation is that the perfusion in the anterior segment can be restored earlier than in the posterior segment by the collateral arteries. Thus, improvement of structural damage and function could be found only in the related features. In cases with OAO or RAO without involving the central visual field such as BRAO or ciliary artery occlusion, the ophthalmic complications might be missed. However, 
because substantial amounts of filler materials are injected during the procedure, the probability of occlusion of only a small branch of an artery without affecting any other arteries would be very low, as well as the importance of finding out the long-term complications in OAO and RAO patients after cosmetic facial filler injection itself, those complications have significance because they could result in serious secondary complications or cosmetic problems. For example, patients with neovascularization of virus, advanced form of cataract, and pupillary block could experience intraocular pressure elevation with ocular pain, which may require evisceration of the eyeball in patients with severe symptoms. Also, patients with complications such as strabismus, iris atrophy, cataract, corneal opacity, tysis bulbi, and ophthalmoplasia may experience cosmetic problems and require additional treatments, strabismus surgery for strabismus, corneal tattooing or iris lens for corneal opacity, and ocular prosthesis for tysis bulbi. Another aspect that should not be overlooked is that extraocular complications such as brain infarction and depression were found in 25% of patients and skin necrosis in 13.3% of the patients, many of whom suffered from associated cosmetic, physical, or psychosocial problems that required further medical evaluation and treatment. Considering their long-lasting impact on patients' quality of life and resultant economic burden, not only ocular complications but also extraocular complications should be considered together when managing filler-related OAO or RAO patients. Various treatments such as intra-arterial thrombolysis, anterior chamber paracentesis, and hyaluronidase injection were attempted in our patients. Nonetheless, no patients experienced visual improvement after treatment. Regarding hyaluronidase injection, there are no evidence-based studies validating the efficacy of hyaluronidase injection in facial filler-related artery occlusion patients. Therefore, the prevention of iatrogenic OAO or RAO in patients who receive facial filler injection should be emphasized more than the treatment, which can only be achieved with a thorough understanding of vascular anatomy, risk factors, and safe injection techniques. Regarding occlusion materials, the rate of autologous fat injection was higher in the OAO and CRAO groups than in the BRAO and PCAO groups, where all patients received hyaluronic acid injection. This result is consistent with previous report in which autologous fat injection was more commonly associated with diffuse occlusion than hyaluronic acid injection. Skin necrosis was more commonly found in the hyaluronic acid injected group than in the autologous fat injected group, similar to previous studies, whereas brain infarction was more frequent in the fat injected group than in the hyaluronic acid injected group, which is also in line with the previous report. The strength of our study is that the present research is one of the few studies to systematically analyze visual outcomes and complications of OAO and RAO patients after cosmetic facial filler injection with a long-term follow-up period. The limitations of our study are that a relatively small number of patients were included 
and the data were collected through a retrospective analysis of medical records. Further studies with larger populations and longer follow-up periods would provide more information in understanding the natural history of filler-related OAO and RAO patients. Moreover, research on measuring the quality of life of patients and economic burden would provide invaluable information in taking care of patients. Conclusions Cosmetic facial filler-related OAO or RAO resulted in long-term poor visual outcome, and most of the patients experienced no light perception without visual improvement. With regard to long-term complications, ocular complications such as strabismus, cataract, corneal opacity, and tysis were commonly observed, and extraocular complications of brain infarction, depression, and skin necrosis was also seen, which should be monitored over a long-term follow-up period. Our findings suggest that prevention rather than treatment should be emphasized. Thank you for listening.